Thank you for all those who organized this unbelievable Maimed. I'm very emotional. It's, it's unbelievable. Over 500 tzaddikim coming out on a random night to hear a random daf in the middle of Yavamas. Daf Nun Gimel in the middle of Yavamas. The boys I were holding in the middle of Sphira Soimer. In just a few days, the very, very famous story about Rebek Kiva and his 24,000 Talmidim are, we're going to learn it right here in Yavamas. A little over a week. We repeat the story over and over, but do we really take it to heart? 24,000 Talmidim died. Say it over and over. We're here in a Sephardi Shul. And I figured it would be appropriate to say from one of my favorites, I know Tomer Levy, our new executive director, he learns Ben Yayada before he learns Gemara almost. I mean, it's an exaggeration. He learns every single Ben Yayada. So I want to quote a Ben Yayada. He asks the question, he says, why is it that the Gemara counts as Talmidim? It doesn't say 24,000. The Gemara says 12,000 peers. Say 24,000. What's 12,000 peers? Says the Ben Yayada that Rebbe Kiva knew what was going on. And he tried to prevent the tragedy. So he said, I'm going to peer up to 24,000. The older with the younger. And let the younger respect the older. Let the Sephardi respect the Ashkenazi and the Litvak respect the Chassid. He peered them up. And unfortunately, it didn't work. Rabbi Isai, if you look around, look at the person sitting next to you. We have in this room, we have Zionists and anti-Zionists. We have Hasidim and anti-Hasidim. We have a Litvak sitting and giving a shir and a Sephardi shul. We have Lubavitchers, Yekis, and look how many Hasidim. So many Haimisha people. I truly believe that Akash Baruch Hu is looking down at us and smiling. We're not here kumzitzing. We're not here to eat chalt, although I heard there's a good chalt afterwards. We're here, we're gathered to connect to the Rabbi Shalalam in the best way we know how to connect. We're here not judging each other, not looking at this guy, he's like that, and looking down at the other guy. We're not judging. We're here, and that's one of the most beautiful things about MDY. And I think people feel it. Why are there so many people here tonight? Because so many people came to meet their mishpacha. This is a place that we get together once in a while and we meet family. We recognize so many different faces. The Mark Ashkenazis, 
Murad Nakash, where are you, Murad? Murad, right over here. Go ahead, Murad, for sponsoring. And if we're talking about Rebekivo, we're going to mention him today on the DAF. Another lesson that we hear, but we have to internalize. Think about it. Rebekiva is what we call an Amaritz. Until he's 40 years old, nothing, zero, an Amaritz. What happened to this Amaretz when he decided to take things in his own hands? He didn't just become a great person. He might have become the greatest person that ever lived, the greatest year that ever lived. There's a Gemara that says that Moshe Rabbeinu saw Rebbe Kiva in the future and he told Rebbe Shalom, why are you giving the Torah through me? Give it through him, he's more worthy. So second place, third place, right up there with the greatest of the great, when did he start? When he's 40 years old, 40 years old. So that's a lesson for every one of us. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how many daf gemara you did. You're still not as big of an Amaris as Rabbi Kiva was when he was 40. And look at what he reached. There's no stopping anybody. You're 40, you're 50. People wrote in, a guy wrote in, I'm 80 years old. I just opened up a gemara for the first time in my life. So you're still young, you're only 40, you're only 37 in Atzala, you're still young. So I think, instead of emails tonight, I propose that we sing two songs. But when I, when I, when I mean sing, I mean sing. Not look around and watch everybody, like sing with your heart. Achenu kobes Yisrael Achenu kobes Yisrael Hanesuni batsovodo batsoro Uvashivya Oini meimbayo Mahagani, 
The next one, we're approaching Lag Boimer. And we remember what happened in Miron. And when we had the the Seum in Ramapet Shemesh, which I'm flying high, you know, everybody that was there is still on a high. One of the reasons is because of all the camaraderie and the singing that we had over there, it was just out of this world. Amen. 
Shkoyach. Beautiful, beautiful. Again, take it in. It's, it's very emotional. You should know. It doesn't happen every day. 500 people not coming for a seal, not coming for a Shevard Brachas, coming to learn Torah. It's unreal, unreal. The, we have to do sponsors. That, yeah. The Koilo is sponsored. Oh. Uh, Good morning, Raboisai. Wow. You know what? We got to do it again. We got to do it again. The Shvach, Shvach. Good morning, Raboisai. That was better. Wow. I didn't think it could get better, but I tried. Hey, never know. The coil is sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood. What? Anything else I forget? Did I? I'm wearing my clothes at home. Okay, Givaldic. Wow. It's been a long day. The coil is sponsored by for this individual sponsored by the Lock and Lubbock families, like when New Jersey because Torah is the best gula, they went on for another month. Paris Chodesh, Chodesh Nisan is sponsored by Yoeli. If anybody can read it like me, let me know. It's it's not so posh. Parents of Chodesh, Aaron Frame, Lizchus Parnosa, and Siad Shmaya, and Kadina Atzloch, and Rabbi Eli, Shkoyach. Parents of Chodesh, as Lizchus to Aaron Atzloch, and to you, the Magid Shir, and the video editor Atzloch, and continuation, and I'm missing a Shir. Lizzechin, Nishmas, Rabbi Avram Yitzchok, Ben Binyamin. Parents of Chodesh, anonymously, Lili Nishmas, Chayo Bas Yosef. Parents of Chodesh, anonymously, as a chorus at Toiv Tashem, and as a Lizchus for continued health and bracha. By Nisim Akilov, Akila, something. What's his, how do you say your name? I don't know, he's not. Akilov, but it says, oh, I guess it's the next word. No space. In honor of all my friends and family who came out to meet Raveli. Wish to be there. Yitzchok Hershkevitz. Leilin Ishmasim Mimirosis Gitotova Basrib Levi Yitzchok by his pancake mix. Yard says Chav Ches Nisan. Sonny Alwani. In memory of my grandmother, Freda Bat Chana Aleha Shalom. And honestly, it's Chus. For Fushlemo, for Yosef, Rafal, Ben Rachel, a member of the MDY family, and one of the original members, Rebelli Shir. How many people here are with the Shir from beginning of Brachis? Five and a half people. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're, Yisrael, you came at Daf Yud. Don't, don't make up stories. You weren't in Daphne. <laughs> you came actually in Shabbos. Shabbos Yitzchas, yeah, I know, you're not going to pull a fast one on me. Tonight's cheer event here in Brooklyn is the Schos Refor Shleimah for Yehuda Ben Rachel. We're making brachas on the refreshments. Please have Yehuda Ben Rachel in mind for Refor Shleimah. Tonight, this is written by Murad Nakash. Tonight we remember the six million Kedoshim, this beautiful Kedosh Hashem, all the Yidin coming together in Achdut to learn Torah, to learn the Daf brings Aliyahs to the Neshamas. The Neshamas should have an Aliyah. Avoisai, here we go. It's not just all fun and games. It's even more fun. We're learning the daf. By the time this is over, the rabbi of the shul is going to be converted. He's going to be part of the daf as well. <laughs> ah. 
Okay. We are holding three lines down from the top. Now, we're in the middle of a sugya, smack in the middle of a sugya, so everything daf related, you just need to know that in five minutes we're going to be in a new sugya. So if you're new to this, this is the first time you're in Yavamis, we're going to start something fresh. But let me give you a little breakdown of Yavamis in 30 seconds, the best I can, in case this is your very, very first time doing Yavamis. You're not allowed to marry your sister-in-law, your brother's wife. However, if the brother dies without children, then it's a mitzvah to marry his wife. She's a Yavama, and by marrying her, you're performing Yibum. There's a way out of it. If you don't want to marry her, or she really thinks that you have a Shechin or something, then there's a couple of Eterim for her, then you perform what's called chalitza. I have here, for the very first time, a real shoe. I know you have to give him a tremendous shoe. And I left it in Israel, unfortunately. This is real. Actually, Yaakov Ayal's is nicer. But it's very, very similar. The thing is that Yaakov's actually fits my foot. Okay, I don't know, it's like literally perfect. But I think his is even better than this. Must be better. This is a chalitza shoe. The Yavam wears one of these. And the Yavama gets down, removes the shoe, spits, goes through a whole process, says a few psukim, and she can marry whoever she wants. Those are the first two things. Now, if you look at this chart right over here, we just discussed the blue and the green Chalitza and Yibam, those are both in the Torah, Doraisa. Now, Midr Rabbanon, Rabbanon added two very, very familiar things to the Yibam, and that is Maimer and Get. Maimer is what we know today as Kiddushin. Somebody gives the Kala a ring or money, that's Kiddushin. When, it, when you do so to Yavama, it's called Maimer. It's the same exact thing as Kiddushin. Just to a regular woman, it works with Doraisa. Over here, it only works in the Rabbanon that we had a whole discussion. Why does it work and how does it work, etc. The other thing you could do, unfortunately, we know what this is. It's called a get. Instead of giving a chalitza, you give a get. Now, it doesn't really work. It works somewhat, and you still have to do a get. What we were learning and discussing from Dafnun is the combination of all these things. You take all the four things and mix them all up, and many different combinations. The first the person first gives maimer, and then he gives a get, he gives a chalitza. The bottom line is that if a person gives chalitza, or he performs yibam, there's nothing else after that. You can't do anything, you're not really doing much. But if a person goes ahead and does maimer first, and then does chalitza, what's the halacha? A person does get first, and then does chalitza, what happens? And the combination of all those things. So if you just want to take it back a few lines, and not to confuse all the new guys. So it's like 24 lines from the bottom of Nun Beis. We're not going to go there, don't worry. We're starting from Nun Gimel. But just so you understand what's going on here, Rebbe says, Rebbe, the one who wrote the Mishnah, Rabbeinu HaKadosh, Rebbe Yudanasi, he says, Vani Oimer, and I argue, and I say, Emasai, when is it that if a person performs Chalitza, he lets the Yavama remove his shoe, the chalitza. 
you could do something after that, you could do a maimer, you could give kedushin. Isn't chalitza the end of the story? And for these words, we have six pshatim. What does he mean? What does Rebbe mean? And yesterday we learned three. He makes, he differentiates between a person who gives chalitza and then he's mekadosh, the woman, and he has a mind for ishos, for kedushin. If he has intent to be miyabim her, once you do chalitza, it's the end of the story. And if you try to give her kiddushin and give her a ring, nothing happened because you had the wrong intent. You had intent for yibum. And yibum is over with chalitza. But if you try to marry her, even though you're not allowed to marry her, because the Torah says, once you give chalitza, shuv, you can't try to marry the, the, the Yivam after you do Chalitza. So, what is Rebbe saying exactly? We had a great Pshatim yesterday. Lamdisha stuff. He was trying to... Great story. A guy found out after he plowed his front yard, he was mowing his lawn, he found out that he mowed his neighbor's mansion's lawn. The mansion's worth $10 million. And I'm just throwing it in because it was a great story. He mowed the guy's lawn by mistake, like one foot of his lawn. And he finds out later that when he mowed his lawn, the guy already died. And the guy happened to be a ger. And you're allowed to be kind of the ger's mansion just by mowing his lawn. But he had no intent. He thought he's mowing his own lawn. He missed out on the opportunity because he didn't have the right intent. And that's what Rebbe meant. If you have the right intent, you think to yourself, I'm being a kaddisher because I want her to be my wife. Yes, it's awesome, but you had the right intent. So something happened. But if you had the wrong intent, you're like a guy mowing the lawn, just moving around, mowing the lawn, thinking that's your own lawn. That was one of the pshatim. Then you did zero. Okay. Now let's jump forward. Another few pshatim here. Three pshatim. Three lines down. He's just going back on, the, on Rava's pshat that we said yesterday. And that's basically every pshat is going to work on the pshat before it. What they said, and they said that there's a difference between this and this. No, there's no difference. I say a new pshat. Okay. What Rav said yesterday, if you use such a language, you should become mikudeshesli. Typically you say, I read mikudeshesli with the bazu. This guy throws in zika of a yavam. Now, if you're new to yavamas, let me just tell you the word zika means a band. So, when the brother dies and he leaves a sister-in-law, a widow, so there's a zika, there's a bond between that widow and the brother-in-law. So he could either marry her or do chalitza, but even before he does any of that, there's a bond between them. How strong is the bond? What does it do? That we learned a lot of stuff about it. But if he uses a lashon, he's done with the sivama completely. There was chalitza, they went to the bezdin, they performed chalitza, end of story. By the way, this thing right over here, a couple thousand dollars, just so you should know. We tried to get in there to Israel, the guy said, no way. He said, I'll give you $3,000 deposit. No, a guy took one and ran away with it, we don't have it. They use this in Eretz Yisrael, unfortunately, in the Bezden of Bnei Brak, once a month. Because think about it, our elderly people get married, Zivuk Sheni, let's say, and they pass away, so you have an 80-year-old woman who has to do Chalitza. Okay. If he uses a funny lush and he says, you should become mikudeshes to me with the bond of a yavam, that's zero. He used the wrong lush and forget about 
Now we're talking about a chalitza that's no good. What's the chalitza that's no good? So you look at the chart over here. Yeah, you guys could see because I'm just pushing buttons here. Okay. What happened was the guy in the top, where is he? Here he is, right over there. Eh, we don't need him. Ruben goes bye-bye. This our artist, Yoshi, calls me up. I don't know what time it was. Just right before the shear. He goes, I have a new idea. Some people don't like that Ruvain, who happens to be a prominent guy in our community, goes bye-bye. He's laying down. He says, I think that we should put him in a picture frame. He's thinking about this at 1 o'clock in the morning. What if we put him in a picture frame next to it? I think that's a better... Okay, fine. Anyway, so if you see him in a picture frame, you know what it is. Ruvain, and next to himself is a picture of him. But anyways, Ruben goes bye-bye. He was married to the five-towner. We have it right over here. Is this the first time a woman stood on the Sarn Kodesh thing? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Okay. Um, so, the Yavam, Mr. Shimon, because their brothers, Ruben and Shimon, are Baldwin brothers. They're both bald, and they're brothers. Shimon has to do something with this five-towner. Either he gives her chalitza or he does yibam. What does he do? This klutz, he gives her get. You know, it's not one of the things he's supposed to do. Well, it does take effect. To the point that, oh, he's supposed to do chalitza, they tell him. Okay, so he does chalitza. That's called chalitza psula. Because now he already, he ruined it. By him giving a get, it's not a pure, good chalitza like the Torah tells us to do. So, Rebbe says, no, if you perform a chalitza, that's no good. That's a shvacha chalitza because it came step two after the get. There's nothing that happens afterwards. Once you perform this chalitza, so what if you did a little bit of a get beforehand? But now I took care of business, I gave her a chalitza, end of story. Marsovar. There's still a little bit of a bond going on, and therefore the chalitza doesn't work 100%. So you see, Ravashi takes this pshat of the Gemara, Rav Shravi's pshat, and says, no, not true. Everything you just said, I don't agree with. If it's a chalitza psula, if the chalitza came after she received the get, no good. What's the question over here? What's the machloikah? If there is a kosher, good kosher chalitza, could I give a woman a chalitza and I make some sort of condition? I make a condition, I say, here's your chalitza on condition that you give me $200. 200 zuz says Rashi. Could you do that? That's the Shiloh. So, it works. So in our case, she didn't fulfill the condition. She was supposed to give the guy, by the way, you guys are oh, learning, great. Is the Mevo recording or is the other one recording? Which one is it? Because the Mevo's in the way. Okay, great. No, I'm just into this stuff. You know, later on, there's some people that watch it once in a while. Okay. So, since she didn't fulfill the Tanai, she didn't give him the 200 bucks like she promised, then it's not a chalitza, and therefore it's not good. Umar Sovar, Chacham say, Yishnai 
I'm sorry, you could make it night, and therefore, yes, that's what I said. And therefore, she didn't fulfill the night, and the night is a good night, so it's not a good chalitza because she didn't fulfill the night. You can't make a condition, you did chalitza, and the story, and even though she didn't give the 200, it doesn't matter. The condition, so if, let's think about it for a second. She made a, he made a condition with her. You have to pay me 200 bucks for this chalitza to work. She didn't give 200 bucks, so therefore, there's still a zika, and therefore, if you went ahead and you gave kiddushin, there's something to grab onto because the chalitza wasn't good. So we're not even talking about a funny chalitza. We're talking about a real kosher chalitza that never took place because there was a, con- a condition. And now for the final pshad, Ravina Omar, the kulama yeshtnai b'chalitza, right? We have Ravina and Ravashi. They're the two that wrote shas. So they're last over here in the list. He, he tells his contemporary Ravashi, no, you don't know what you're talking about. There is a Tnai in Chalitza. Everybody agrees they can make a condition. I don't know that he's saying you don't know what you're talking about. It could be there's like, I'm just thinking this out loud. Maybe they're just saying, maybe this is the Pshad Rebbe. You're not forced to say it like you. Maybe you could say it like me. Then what? There is a Tnai. You couldn't make a condition. So, the famous idea in Shas, and if you look at this Pasuk, there's two parts actually to the parasha, but it says in the Pasuk, we're talking about didn't want to go into Eretz Yisrael, they wanted the better pasture on the other side of the border. So, Moshe Rabbeinu made a deal with them. If you come and fight the war with everybody else, great. And then he tells them, that should be the end of it. But he says, Vim lo yavru. First he says, Im yavru in red. If you do that, great. Vim lo yavru. And if you don't keep your condition, then it's not good. So you see from, this part, from the psukim, they have to double up your condition. For instance, this sukkah, by the Prussian, there's a show right next to MDY. And these are like real grunix. They, they, they look like Yerushalmi's, but they're grunix. And I, the guy brings the show, I'm like 40 Israegim, every shape and every color and everything. And everybody goes like this. They pick up all 40. So I'm about to do it. He says, oh. He tells me in Hebrew, I'm giving this to you on condition that you give it back to me. That's what everybody says, right? But then he did a Tnai Kafel. And if you don't give it back to me, then I never gave it to you. Like, okay, wow, Tnai Kafel. So he's Makbid, and not only he's Makbid on 40 Yisraelim, he's Makbid on Tnai Kafels and all sorts of Tnai. Okay. But there's such a thing. I guess it's very important to know what you're saying and what you're doing. Like if you write a will, you have to know how to write it. Because if you do the wrong, you think you're writing it the right way. And if it's not halakhically correct, halakhically you don't have a will. Yeah, you have to know the halacha. Do you need a Tnai Kafel? There's different things that we learn from this possible. But anyway, the bottom line is over here, we have a machlaikas in Tnai Kafel. So what's machlaikas? Do you need a Tnai Kafel? And he didn't, he didn't double it up. Okay, so that's all machlaikas here. Great. And so that explains Rebbe, his Lashen. And those are the six Pshatim in Rebbe. It just took us through a little bit of a trip through Shas, different sugyas. And it was beautiful. And now, on to the rest of the Mishnah. Until the end of the parrot.
So, this is chart four. Person did chalitza. And then, or yibum. Okay, so did chalitza or yibum. Because both of those are the end of the story, basically. Because those are the erases. So if you do chalitza, end of the story. Yibum, end of the story. But then he goes ahead and does, step two is either he gave a get or he gave a maimer. So he did chalitza and he gave a get. Or chalitza and he gave a maimer. Or he did yibum and he gave a get. Or yibum and he did a maimer. Okay. But what happens, we, we mentioned it yesterday when we were learning the Mishnah. What does the Mishnah say? Look at the Lashon of the, well, uh, I guess it's three days ago, I don't know when. Daf Nun. It says over there, Ein, the last, last words in Daf Nun, if you have a Gemara, Ein Achar Chalitza Klum. Might be two lines before that also. Okay. The point is that it doesn't mention anything about the guy in green. If a guy performed Yibam, how's everybody doing up there? Hey, the Baron. <laughs> what? The rabbi says they hardly have men up there. Ladies up here, yeah, but men up there never. <laughs> They're Machmed. Gvaldig. It's Kishmak to do the dance. It's Kishmak to do the dance. Did it lie, 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 Since nobody's listening, I gotta tell you, anytime I stop the shir and I start singing songs, it's because I don't know Pshat in the next Gemara. <laughs> All right, so we have here a situation where a guy does chalitza and then he does maimer, or vinasan doesn't mean and, it means or vinasan get, or ubal, and he did those things. Bila means yibam. Okay, but Mar's problem is why does the Mishnah mention that yibam is the end of the story once she's his wife? There's no other mitzvah to be makayim. She's a wife for every halacha. If he divorces her, he could return her like a regular wife. She's a wife. But it doesn't say that in the Mishnah. It just says, after chalitza, it's the end of the story. Why are you ignoring that whole line about Yibam? So Abayi and Rava both say, and this is the theme of the Gemara, we don't want to say, we don't want to, use too many words. We're going to say one thing that means everything. 
And we don't need to say, oh, after Bia, there's, no, there's nothing else. After Chalisa, pick one or the other. Says, uh, yeah, that's what it means. It's the same thing. Stick it in, insert it there, but you know what it means. So, but how come the Tana used? Okay, so if you want to pick one of the two, shouldn't you maybe pick Yibum? Why did the, why did the Mishnah use Chalitza? After Chalitza, there's nothing. Says the Gemara, I want to tell you, Chiddush, that she's not an Ishish anymore. Look, if, a, if somebody performs Yibum, okay, performs Yibum, and then what? There's no major chiddush here, so she became his wife. I'm telling you a chiddush, that if you do chalitza, she can get married to anybody without anything else, and she's not ish. That's a tremendous chiddush. I'd rather that chiddush than tell me that after yibum there's nothing. Next part of the Mishnah, echad yivama achas echad shtei yivamas. Whether there's one yivama or two yivamas. Masnissin says the Gemara, doleki benazir isanyo benazayoymer yesh mamer achar maimer. Benazai says that there is maimer after maimer. In other words, if one person gives a maimer, and then the other, let's see if we have a chart here. Yeah. So over here we have two Baldwin brothers. Ruvain on the bottom goes bye-bye. His wife, the five-towner, falls to two brothers. Now, what should they do? Maybe la today, we say they should do maimer, and then it's more appropriate, it's not such pretzels, fine. That was the, the other day's gemara. But, minatayra, perform ibum. Goes Shimon and he does maimer. Goes Levi, the doctor in the, the white doctor coat, he also does maimer. He says, why should you do maimer? I want to marry her. I do maimer. So, Benazi says, yesh maimer, acha maimer. It works to a point. And they both need, every one of the brothers has to give her a get now. Nobody could be miyavimer. Over here it's one yavama. Sounds very, very similar the words, but they're very different. We have two men and one woman, or two women and one man. Here's the picture. Here you have one brother who two women, two Yivamas felt to him, and he performed Maimer on each one. Why? I don't know. He's only allowed to marry one, and he decided to, to, to perform Kiddushin on two. So again, look at this picture. It's two men, two brothers, two Bauman guys, giving Maimer to one woman. She received, one lady received two Maimers. And over here you have one man giving Two maimers to two separate yivamas. That case, he says, is different. If it's this case, one yivama, then the two maimers work. But it doesn't work when it's two yivamas and one yavam. He doesn't have the power. We actually learned something similar that each, we saw a svara and chacham. Each Yavam has the power to give, but okay, forget what I'm saying now. Ketzad Maimer Lazu. Now, two Yavamas. Right over here. There's two Yavamas, and 
one received a mimer, the other one received a chalitza. You see the shoe in the picture is pretty good. If you look at it, it has the two things here. We're going to learn about these straps, different way to strap it. It's a whole process. That's why they're very, very long straps. Where's Yaakov Ayal? Sir? Yaakov! He's all the way by the door, by the center door. Shkoya, great job. Great, great job. No, I'm serious. I looked at it. How did you do it? Not at all. Okay. Fine, not him. Somebody else. Is this a right to Shmuel? The Omer Shmuel. So look at this. What happens is like this. You have two Yivamas, two women that were married to Ruvain. So when Ruvain goes bye-bye, what happens? The two women, Rachel and Five Town, they fall to Shimon. What does Shimon do? He ignores Rachel and he performs a mimer. Step one, he performs a mimer on Five Town. And then he performs a chalitza. That's completely nuts. Because if he was going to do mimer, he's setting himself up for marriage. He should have been miyabim. If he wants to do chalitza, just do chalitza. Fine. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's amaret. He does mimer and then he does chalitza. What kind of chalitza is this? Chalitza psula. It's bad. It's not a strong chalitza. Why? Because something happened beforehand. He did mimer. So listen to this, Rabbi Yisai. Very interesting. If he was to perform chalitza without anything before, right? Just a regular guy, regular yom, performs chalitza. What happens to Rachel? She's a tzara. She goes free and clear. She can marry whoever she wants. All you have to do is one chalitza to one of the two wives, and you're good. Perform yibam to one of the two wives, and you're good. But this character went ahead, and he did a maimer first. So he ruined the chalitza that came afterwards. So what about the co-wife? She cannot go free and clear. Because the chalitza that her co-wife received, five towner, got a chalitza, is not strong enough to let her go free. What does it say by us? If you look at chart number seven, it says that if Shimon gave Mimer to the five towner, and then he gave chalitza to the Berkeley lady, he has to give the Second one, it seems like the second one gets chalitza. That's what the Gemara understood. First, he does mimer to five towner. Chalitza wouldn't work on the five towner. Give the chalitza to the burka lady, and that will potter both of them because the burka lady is a strong chalitza. She doesn't have a mimer, so the, the chalitza is perfect. So, is that a good right to Shmuel? Shmuel's of the opinion that when you have a weak chalitza, it doesn't pot through the other one. That's why in this case, it seems like the Mishnah is saying, give the chalitza to Berkel lady. The Gemara is going to answer, no, that, that was the story. It happens to be, he gave Maimur to this one and chalitza to the other one. We're not telling him what to do. It just so happens, that's what he did. Another thing the Gemara says, this will say just outside real quick, because the Doylem remembers, those who were there, that we learned this idea that if you have clean drinking water, don't spill it out if somebody else needs it, right? What comes to mind? All these Pesach programs. What do they do with all that food? No? It's unbelievable waste. How do you throw out food that other people could use? I don't know what, the, what they do exactly. 
So the same idea, Rav Yosef said, that if you could just give this woman a chalitza, and she's no good for a kain anyway, she's a divorcee, so give it to her. Why ruin another person's life? Why limit her shidduch market? So that's, Says the Gemara, look over here at this case. Why are we telling him to do chalitza, the Berka lady? She's not also to Kohanim. Now she'll be also to Kohanim. Give the chalitza to five town or already has a maimer. Give it to her. Says the Gemara, Miktani chalitza. Did we tell him what to do? We didn't tell him to do chalitza. Chalitza katani. It says that's, this is a case that a guy did a maimer and then he did chalitza. It's not because he was following instructions. That's what he did on his own. The Eved. He did it on his own, so it's a Eved kind of case. Not that, not that we tell him to do it. Okay, next case. Get Lezuva, get Lezuva. Here's a case where Shimon has two Yavamas that felt him. He decides to divorce both of them. It's a real bad thing. Because Get, Mimer, at least has a place in today's Yibam. I don't know, the, Rabbi, you know anybody that did the Yibam, real Yibam? Because they said in the Sephardic communities, some Sephardic communities still have Yibam. That's what I was told. I'm still looking for a real, true Yavam and Yavama couple. Not in, not in your community. Okay. So, so Maimer, at least, Dalach is, give her Kiddushin, then be But there's no place for a get. So if he gives a get to both of them, so they still need Chalitza. Both of them need Chalitza. And if you look at the Lashen, it says, three Chais. They both need, both of them need chalitza. So what's the Gemara going to say? Is this a right to Rabbi Ravuna? Chalitza psula Remember that halacha. It's amazing halacha. I'll remind you. If you perform a bad chalitza, in other words, you give a get to a woman by mistake, so then you give her chalitza, that's not good enough. And she has to go to all the brothers. Let's say all the brothers... The, the guy is from Hasidish family, I said, I use that as an example. And one guy is in South Africa, and one guy is in Tzahal, and everybody laughed, not today. And one guy is two years old, so you have to now wait 11 years until he becomes bar mitzvah. She needs to go to every single brother and get chalitza. That's what it says over here in the Mishnah. Each one has to give chalitza. Says Gemara, no. My doesn't mean that these two women, Five Towner and Berka Lady, it means that anytime you have a similar case like this case on the screen, all of the cases from beginning of history till today, all of those Srichais, they need a chalitza. Not that both of them need a chalitza. Only one of them needs a chalitza. Get We're going to chart number 10. I like to say that, the number 10. This is all on the plane. Chart number 10. I don't know what the person next to me was doing, but staring at my computer. Berkelady things. I had a Maisa. I was talking to my Chabrusa and on, before we took off. And um, this crazy, this like, uh, not crazy, it was a very, very interesting sugis. Hopefully we're not going to learn it tonight. We'll leave it for tomorrow. One of the most famous stories in Shas. It's basically uh, top, top line. Don't peek there. Um, 
and I'm talking to him, I decide, okay, we're going to talk to him usually in Hebrew. Nobody's going to understand me. The Yavama, the Yavam fell off a roof, and, and this lady's giving me these looks. I said, okay, but it's in Hebrew. But then afterwards, she opened up a, a book in Hebrew. I'm like, oy va voy. Okay, next. Zagta Gemara, true story, I'm not, not making this up. She didn't sit next to me, there's a guy in between us, but the guy was looking at my pictures, he thought they were interesting, he didn't ask me anything, and she gave me this crazy look. Okay. Where are we? Okay, get lezu, where are we? Yeah, 14 lines up. Get lezu v'chalitz lezu. Lema, we have a get and a chalitza here. So Shimon performs, I'm telling you, we're going through all the Echatimsas. So he gave the five tanner get, he gave the other one a chalitza, Levim Seyele, the Shmuel. And what's that lacha? It seems like the same, this is a freebie, Rabbi, so we just did the sugya. It seems like the Mishnah is telling us that he should give a chalitza to the second. So the Gemara Levim Seyele, the Shmuel, is that a right to Shmuel that if it's a bad chalitza, then it doesn't work for the five-towner. That's why we're encouraging to do the chalitza to the Berka lady. And it's also a questioner of Yosef who says, don't spill out your clean water if somebody else needs to drink from it. And therefore, we're t- over here, it says, go do chalitza to the Berka lady. Why? You already gave the five-towner a get. She's already also to give her chalitza. Miktani Ktani, Doesn't say in the Mishnah, this is what we're encouraging. This is a guy, a clown, that came to us after he did this funny thing by giving again the chalitza, and he comes to us and asks us what to do. Says the Mishnah, Cholatz, V'cholatz, Oy Cholatz. Okay, so here we have chalitza after chalitza. Again, Shimon has two Yavamas, he does chalitza to one, chalitza to the other. Now, what's the halacha? Think about it real quickly. If you do chalitza, nothing happens after chalitza. You're done. So the fact that he gave chalitza, you can remove as many shoes as you want. It doesn't do anything, right? But the, once again, we have the same question we had before, and there's a freebie. Why is the Mishnah focused only on the chalitza? The Mishnah should have also said, there's nothing going on after you miyabim. So if a person's miyabim, the five-towner, and then he decides to do chalitza to the berkelady, or decides to be miyabim to the berkelady, it doesn't matter. It's over. Says the Gemara, you're right. The Mishnah only wants to say one thing, and you, fine, you insert it in your mind, but all we need is one, we understand everything. The Tana did done, and why did the Tana say chalitza? Isn't the main mitzvah, here we could add, <clears throat> the main mitzvah is Yibam. So why is the Tana talking about chalitza? Oh, because there's a great chiddush, there's a greater chiddush than Yibam because to tell me that she's mutter and she's not Eshesish is better. So, here we have chart number 12. <coughs> <coughs> Ellie, where's that tea? It's gone, drink it. Fine. No, 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 where, where did you get it from? <coughs> no, no, I don't want you to miss you. Sit back, come back, no. It's fine, went away. So here we have, right? If there's a chalitza and then a mimer. And again, we're very familiar with this case. One yavam, two yavamais. 
And then we have here, Chalitza Maimer, one Yevama, two Yevamim, two men. Says Gemara, So it goes like this. If you perform Chalitza, wow, that was quick. Shkoyach. Is it hot? Okay, that's good. Thank you. Just the, the Pascha salad. No, I'm not going to talk anymore. Okay, thank you. If they perform, what's the Isser to marry your sister-in-law? Isser Karas. Now, what about the other Yivamas? He performs, let's say, Chalitza to the five-towner in this case. What happens to the Berka lady? If he didn't do Chalitza, if, let's say, Reuven had children, and he goes ahead and marries Berka lady, he's Chayef Karas. But because they fell Yibam, so the Yibam, you let it be Miyam, there's no Avera at all. But he already took care of the Yibam situation by giving Chalitza. What happens to the Berka lady? He didn't do anything with the Berka. He just did Chalitza with the five-towner. Does the Isser Karas remain on the Berka lady or it turns into a lav? Says the Gemara, that according to Rabbi Yochanan, it turns into a lav. So what, what should happen? So if you remember, we had a whole Machlaikas. If you have somebody that's Usser on you, Belav, Usser to you, Belav, and you try to marry her, Children are mamzerim and not mamzerim. Remember that homach leikas? According to Rabbi Kiva, yes. According to everybody else, no. And we paskin, karas, it has to be a sikaras, fine. Our mission happens to be going according to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, the one who was 40 years old when he started, and it's 24,000 Talmudim were nifter. Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, everybody turns all the other Yavamas, the Berkeley in this case turns into a lav, she goes from a karas, she downgrades to a lav, why? Because she fell to Yibom and her sister received the chalitza, so she's no longer a karas, it's a chalashmina, so there's a very big chiddush here. You try to perform a maimar on her, but you cannot perform a maimar on her, why? Because her sister already got to receive the chalitza. But this maimar is only a lav. If you try to marry her, it's only a lav. Nevertheless, we hold like Rebekah Kiva, that says that if there's a lav, the children are mamzerim. And if the children are mamzerim, the kedushin is not typhus. It doesn't grab. Okay. So there's a very big kedush here. I need to tell you this, that you should know that maimer, step two, after a chalitza, on another woman, doesn't work. <clears throat> Where are we holding time-wise, Rabbi Isai? We're like two hours into it. <laughs> wow. How many people are here, do you know? We don't, we don't count people, but at least 200, no? Wow, I like that. <laughs> Mr. Exaggerator. I'll tell you this. There's 350 seats on this bottom level. Now, on top, I don't know what's going on. Is it... 6.40 total. But uh, time out. The four of us are up here. You didn't count us. There's two guys hiding behind the screen. Okay. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. Mamish. It's very, emo- very emotional. 
I'll take it in. It's one of those moments. But according to Rishlakish, everybody's a chorus. You try to marry this Berkel lady, you try to give her Kiddushin, you're over on chorus. It's Rishlashmin and then Kiddushin, I need a Kiddush to tell me that it doesn't grab. I think I have this. Yeah. No, 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 maybe not. That's something else. That's the next one. Here, this case. In this case, where Ruvain performed Ibum. So he did the mitzvah. Ask for Shlokish back. And basically, what we're getting at is that the Mishnah has some repetitive things, some things that are not a tremendous chiddush. We're just going and we're, we're filling up the boxes. We're talking about Chalitza Yibum, Maimur Get. So some things are going to be a chiddush, some things are not going to be a chiddush, but we want to be consistent and say all the, all the cases possible, even though some of them are not tremendous chiddushim. So, look at this. This is a classic case of Eish Shimon goes ahead and marries five towners. So what is she? 100%, it even says in big letters, married. She's an Eish Comes the brother, Levi, and, and gives her kiddush and gives her a ring. She's married. So, I, I need a Mishnah to tell me that that ring is nothing. You can't go over to, to a woman that's already married and give her a ring. I don't need a Mishnah for that. Why is this any different? First, the Mishnah is telling us a big chiddush. That if it's one on one, one yavam, one yavama. That... There's a, when there's an Israelav, Kiddushin doesn't grab. So I tell you, why one Yavim, how do you release the Zika? How do you release this band? And then I go from there and I tell him, Nami, Yavamas Yavim Echad. So then it also tells me another case, not such a great Kiddush. And since it tells me two Yavamas, there's a certain progression, not necessarily tremendous Kiddushin. Dafnu Gemilamad Beis. Sponsored in honor by Moishi Horn, in honor of Jolly Joe Krause and family, and anonymously, L'schus Moishi Yaakov. You guys are all laughing. That means you never heard the shir before. Oy vavoy. L'schus Moishi Yaakov and Shoshana. Baruch Nizvigashmiyas. Cholatz v'osa maimer aboysai. Literally, I don't know if this is true or not. I thought about this. Five minutes before I got into a car to get here. So it could be it's completely false, but I'll throw out this thought. What is Yibum? Yibum is a person who unfortunately missed his opportunity. He doesn't have any children. Terrible thing. He left this world without children. So what do we do? A brother steps in and takes over. I mean, you think about it. He never had a child, but somebody else is going to do the job for him. It's, it's, it's the, 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 the Torah says this is the way you do it, and it's not the greatest thing in the world. But Belez Breira no, doesn't have a child. You need somebody to lachim shem lachim. So just thinking in terms of us, sometimes we learn li'ilu nishmas here, that. We're learning for other people that maybe didn't have the opportunity 
or need more opportunities. But what greater opportunity is there than you yourself having a child, you yourself learning Torah? So all of you here, all those guys that laughed at Jolly Joe, what is it? Jolly Joe Krause, and are not doing the daf, take this opportunity and start the daf. I know it's smack in the middle of Masechta, it's in the middle of Yavamas, but who cares? You'll make a Simashas in seven and a half years when you reach Yavamas daf noon base. Today will be your first daf. Go from there. Take that opportunity. Don't miss your opportunity. Don't let somebody do it for you. Yeah? No, it's making more sense to me. Like, I didn't do Shas, but after Mev Esrim, they'll give out a bunch of Mishnais in the, the Shiva house, and other people do Mishnais for me. And most people forget to do it anyway, and then my Neshama is up a creek. Do the Mishnais yourself. Do the Shas yourself. Chaz Okay. So he did chalitza, and then he did maimer. We said after chalitza, you don't have to do anything. If he did chalitza, and then he did maimer, there's a chiddush here. So I the chamino, nigzer maimer, the basar chalitza. There might be some sort of xayra here. That what, the guy did chalitza, and then he did maimer, but maybe he might get confused, or somebody else get confused between a maimer first, step one, and then chalitza. I would think that I would make a maimer that comes after chalitza, which is nothing, nothing, because he already did chalitza. But you might confuse it with a maimer that happens before chalitza. And if it happens before chalitza, we said the chalitza is not good. It's not a great chalitza. You don't do a Once you do chalitza, I don't care what happened before. I don't care what happens after. But the guy that did chalitza and then gave a get, what is the chiddush? I did chalitza. We went to Bez and everything was great. Then the guy goes ahead and gives a get. I would have a half a minute something happened there. Tameich. So now the Gemara uses the same story that we said before. You're right. Some of the things in the Mishnah are there just agavriata. It's the flow of the language. It fits right in. That what? Tameich, I'll prove it to you. What about you? Even Sefer, what does it say in the Sefer? Baal Vasa Maimer. The guy did Yibam. Perfect. She's his wife. And then he does Maimer to the other one, to the other Yivama. Baal Vinasanget. He did Yibam and then he gave a get to the other one. Bishlam Baal Vinasanget. It's Rich. So that I mean, a Nigzer get the Vasa Bi'ila or to get the Kamebi'ila. Okay. I would think that. She requires a chalitza for this get because perhaps we might get confused. A get that comes after Yibam with a get that comes before Yibam. Komashmal and the Okay. Aval Baal, Vaasa Maimer Lamali. The guy did the Yibam and then he did Maimer. What's the Xer? Ella, I did the Tano Chalat Vaasa Maimer. So we have to say. This is all part of the proof and to answer the first question. You see, here's another thing in the Mishnah that wasn't necessary, but we threw it in anyway. First I said the case of Chalitza and then Maimer, and then I talk about Yibum and then Maimer. And because I already mentioned Yibum and then Get, Okay. Now we said in the Mishnah that after Yibum, there's nothing. Once you do Yibum, it's all good. She's your wife. 
So, if you look at this chart real quickly, Midar Raisa, there's Yibam. And Midar Raisa, the one in the blue on the other side, this is Chalitza. So what happens after you do Yibam, green, you could do Mimer, you could do Get, you could do whatever you want, nothing happens. She's your, she's your wife in Shalom Yisrael. Says the Gemara Masis in Loikai Tano, our Mishnah argues with this Tano. The Sanya, Abi Yosef and Yochanan Ishim Shlaim, Oimer Mishum Rebimeir. He said the name Rebimeir. Achas Bi'ilo, Achas Chalitza. Whether you do Yibum or you do Chalitza. Betchilo, Enacharet Kulom. If it's the first one, like in this chart, the first, first thing he did was Yibum, then I don't know if checkmate is the right word. I'm looking for good. It's the end of the story. Finished. Game over. Thank you. Who is that, Uncle Phil? Wow. Recognize that voice. You know, you messed me up, Uncle Phil. The whole Pesach, people are asking me, but Uncle Phil, what's the Yashir? I don't know. There's another Uncle Phil. There's only one Uncle Phil. I'm Uncle Phil. So my Shver's brother is also Uncle Phil. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara, Shalish Like any good Machlaikas, when you have three, so you have Mikotzel Kotzel, you have one that says all the way to this side, one that says all the way to this side, and one smack in the middle. Now what? If you have a Chalitza Grua, then, which is a Chalitza that comes after a get, right? So one man is going to say that doesn't matter, Chalitza and Yibum, nothing happens after it. And the other man is going to say that there is something that happens after it because it was a weaker Yibum, a weaker Chalitza. And then you're going to have one in the middle that says one and one. So, Tanakam Sovar, Biadikulam, Migzergas, Rinon. So, this has really to do a lot with that Nunam days, Ayin Sham. But if a person was Miyabim after a divorce, so there's nothing afterwards. But people might think that you're allowed to be Miyabim after Chalitza. Or the Gemara is going to explain in a second. People might think that you could be Miyabim after Chalitza. And if you Miyabim after Maimer, People will think they could be miyabim another yevama. Okay, so there's some sort of zero. But you don't have any of these xeras by chalitza. There's nothing. No, no xera. Why? The fact that you said that we should be geyser when. The, he does yibum after a get mishum biyachar chalitza because you might come to do yibum after chalitza, and that's a big no-no. Once you do chalitza, you can't do anything. Kila chalitza the raisa. No, we, there's nothing to be geyser here. Everybody knows chalitza is midor raisa, and they know what happened. They know they went to bezin. The whole thing. No, nobody's gonna make a mistake. And if you're worried that it might come to be be miyavim the second yivama. Kivin the beer deraisa, may the yodi, everybody knows the whole halacha of Yibum. Fine. Rabbi Yosi ben Chanan Tzavar lo kirabbonon. And Rabbi Yosi says, like Rabbonon, the Gazri Bibia. Yeah, we do have to be concerned about Yibum. And therefore, he takes it to another level. Because a chalitza mishum bia. First, it's like xeri, the xeri kind of thing. First, we make xeri on Yibum. Once we make the xeri on Yibum, we make xeri also on chalitza. Hadron Allah, Gamliel, Hadron Allah, Gamliel, Hadron Allah, Gamliel. The other wants to sing a song. I sing in Taiva, Mazel Taiva, Mazel Taiva, I sing in Taiva, Yeah, I love you.
brothers, they're not going to go. We're not finished yet. Mazel tov, mazel tov. All right. Moving right along, we're just going to do a little bit of, we'll do the Mishnah, we'll do a couple lines here. Now, I noticed something very, very interesting about this Mishnah and the Perek. If you look on the side over here, it just keeps on saying, Vayikra Chav, Vayikra Chav. Keep on turning the pages, you'll see all the psukim on the side are from our parasha this week, next week's parasha, Achrim Mois Kedoshim Emar. Vayikra Yutes, Vayikra Chav. It keeps on going throughout this parak, pretty much. Just thought it was interesting. So, says the Mishnah, very easy stuff, sponsored by the MDY Tilm Group, where we dive for a Fuzi Shuish and for Klai Yisrael and for our MDY family. I don't know if I said Yishkoyach Tenesano Gans. Big, big Yishkoyach. Many, many, many of you guys are here because of him, because of his marketing genius and, and everything that he puts into the DAF. Yossi Klein is in the house somewhere. All the way in the back, of course. Sponsored thousands and thousands of Gemaras. I didn't want to say this, but I'll say it. Yossi Klein is looking for a major sponsor for Ksubas. He's thinking about Ksubas. $100,000 at least, Ali. $100,000. Okay. Saul Rosenberg's in the house. Where is he? How you doing? I thought he's going to be here. First he doesn't come to the seminar. He's strolled and then come to the thing here. Okay, great. Raboy Sai, here comes the Mishnah. Habal yivimtoi bein b'shoigig, bein b'meizid, bein b'oynes, bein b'ratzer. If a person didn't have intent when he did Yibum, whether he thought it was his wife and he happened to be with his Yivama, whether he had intent, the Gemara is going to talk about it, he was forced, how he was forced, of course, willingly. Afilu Now, very, Afilu, the Gemara is going to talk about this Lashen, Afilu, what does Afilu mean? We just said, Afilu, even in a case where he's the shaygig, even if she has intent, and he doesn't have intent, it also works. Of course it works. Why not? We just said he doesn't have to have intent. Who made it vishaygegas? Now, I just saw a beautiful Turi Evan that says something fascinating. He says, you know when you have to have intent by a mitzvah? When you're holding an object in your hand like a, a lulav. And this lulav could be a piece of wood, or it could be a mitzvah. So you have to turn it into a mitzvah. You have to say, okay, this is going to be my mitzvah. You have a hold of shoifer in your hand. But when it comes to Yavama, there's no option here. There's no other woman here in the world. She is the widow. She's the only one in the world that you could have the mitzvah with, and you'll be making the mitzvah. Similarly, if you're eating a piece of meat that happens to be a carbon Pesach, you don't have to have intent. Because this is the only piece of meat that's a carbon Pesach for you and you're eating it. If you're eating matzah, let's say, 
I guess you have to have intent for the matzah. It could be this, it could be a piece of bread, it could be a matzah. You have to have intent. But certain things you don't have to have intent, he says. And one of them is a yivama. Okay. Hu anus, he was forced, vila anusa. He anusa, There's a story. I like to say a lot of stories, but Yivamas is a little hard to come by stories. But this one I said a while ago, but it's a very, very powerful story. By the Cossacks, who's a, one of the Cossacks took a psula, he took a woman, a Jewish girl, and she knew what was going on. And she told him, she says, look, I'm Jewish, and I have a tradition that I could say a few words, and I'm going to teach you these words, say after me. If you say these words, you cannot kill me. I become bulletproof, swordproof, immortal, Panovich, English, swordproof. So he says, I don't believe it. He says, look, I'll show you. She said, take a sword. I'm going to say these words and stab me. You see, it won't go in. And she said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elikeinu Hashem Echad. He took the sword and killed her. That's oinus. She didn't want to have this oinus. Hu onus. It's a true story. Hi onus. Whether it was the beginning of the act, or was the end of the act, kana. Doesn't have to be a complete; could be partial. There's no difference whether it's a natural bia or unnatural. It's all kaina a yevama. says the Mishnah, and the same thing applies if, let's say, somebody has relation. Let's say with his own sister, just the Sabbath Isaac. Doesn't matter if it was Beshoigig, it was Bemezid, Ba'inus, Beratzen. Doesn't matter if it was the beginning of the act, the end of the act. It's all the same halacha. Let's say a Kain Gadol had a relationship with a Psula, with an Almana. He didn't realize he thought it's his wife, whatever it was. The same, the same halacha applies. Or a regular coin marries a divorcee. So now they can't eat truma. Mamzeres, also another puzzle person, and Mamzeres. Now, if you remember, this is from a few days ago. We had the major machlegas just to review. I'm not going to go through all of them, but what creates a Mamzeres? We mentioned it today. According to Rebbe Kiva, he has all the three shitas, the all greens are in Rebbe Kiva. What did he say? Is it only a lav or also a nasay? Or maybe just a very specific lav of family kurva. That's Rebbe Kiva. We said our Mishnah goes according to Rebbe Kiva that if you marry a woman that's just a little lav, just a little lav, let's say somebody divorces his wife, there's a mitzvah to remarry her, but he doesn't remarry her, somebody else marries her. And then that guy divorces her and he takes back his original wife it's Asr, you know how to take her back. And he did so. The kid is a mamzer. Unbelievable chiddush. We are used to Eishasish. Rabbi Kiva says that's a mamzer. But we pass in even a chiv karis. Okay. 
So if you have a mamzer as a nesina Yisrael, or nesina is from the Gevoinim, they fooled Yeshua, they became Gerim, but they weren't supposed to be Gerim. So they're possible. We said they can't marry into, the, into, into, into our nation. Bas Yisrael mamzer, l'nosin, again, so they, they explain mamzer is a nesina Yisrael. What's the point there? She's already possible. She's already mamzer. Yeah, but you get Malkus or not. And there's no difference what kind of act it was. It was natural, unnatural. And now let's just do a few lines here in the Gemara. What does it mean, Afilo? Even if she has Kavana for a mitzvah, if it's a big mitzvah in the Torah, and he doesn't have any intent, it's still a good Yibam. Or... He has intent, and she's mechav la mitzvah. Ela afilu hu shoy givim mezida. Tavai loka mechav in l'shem mitzvah. Listen to this. Even if both of them don't have intent, the mekayim the mitzvah afilu hachi kana raboisai. Have a wonderful day. Oh, you know what? We never done this before, but we should do it again. I see Dylan likes it. Raboisai. Have a wonderful day. Shkoya. Thank you for coming.